Hello, and welcome to the Black Dice Society, Season 2, Episode 5, Committed to Dust. Castle Ravenloft towers over the village of Barovia, its cruel spires stabbing into the dull, gray, cloudy sky. This is a land that does not experience warm, sunny spring days. The chill in the air is perpetual. The daylight, just enough for meager crops to grow in the people of the land to manage to eke out a living, surviving day by day in the shadow of the castle and always to the service of the will of the man who lives inside. Count von Zarevich, you are in your study pondering recent events when you hear very faint footsteps approaching of one of your newest servants. It's his gait is familiar. You know it immediately. Ah, Lieutenant, approach. My lord, you grace me with this audience. Might I, um, might I impress upon you to share with me your counsel? Hmm. A novel question. I will offer an exchange. First, you will tell me, how are you adjusting to your new state? It is mm. tremendous how you have blessed me. I was True. unaware of my numerous limitations. And there is more yet to come. You will find such strength, such power that you can scarcely now imagine. But hey, you were saying, speak. my lord, I, I apologize. I interrupted you. I am a busy dark lord. Speak. A troublesome rumor has reached me of outlanders in the village of Barovia. Hmm. What do you know of these outlanders? Only rumors that mm. I would love your permission to be able to verify firsthand, but they say, they say there is a large blue skinned woman, a strapping and fearsome man with faraway eyes, a cleric who trembles at the slightest breeze and yet stands before the undead and turns them with the power of his sheer will alone. The less said of him, the better. A fearsome drow, a shrewd and calculating woman who seems like she's on the way to a ball of some sort more than battle, but most of all, a Ooh. winged woman, my lord, who bears a striking resemblance 
to, and he begins to motion towards a painting in your study. Yes. It is fitting that I greet our visitors personally. Oh, uh, I apologize, Lord. In my transformation, some aspects of my previous life, which you have gratefully ended, are lost to me or difficult to recall. There are aspects of these rumors that seem familiar somehow. Perhaps in due time, your memories will return. For now, do not be troubled by them. They are shadows, nothing but fragments of a life useless as a pair of vestigial wings. He looks down at his hands and he flexes them slightly. And he says, if my Lord wishes to greet them, shall I prepare the cells? No, I do not plan at this time to entertain guests, but one of them is dressed as if for what? A party, a ball? Yes, my Lord. Well, we haven't had one of those for a while, have we? The grand hall, the ballroom, has stood empty for some time, as mm. I've heard at least. See Perhaps. to its renovation or refurbishment or whatever it is the staff does. Clean it up. Hmm. Hmm. I can't shake the feeling there was, I was at a party, a celebration, um, a feast of some sort. I. Yes. What do you recall? Do you remember who was there with you? Do you remember any faces? There was, there was joy. There was so much joy. Such a day, and then there was death, loss, yeah. loss, pain, and mist. And then, thankfully, you found me and completed me. He kneels yes. in front of you and says, if I were to live another thousand years, I could never properly show my gratitude for what you've done for me. True. But that is as may be. You are a good and faithful servant, valued member of my house. You have purpose. You have pride. There is nothing you now need fear. One last question, my lord. The harrying of the Burgermaster's house. Mm. You ordered it stop when he met his end, but yes, the beasts grow restless. 
Shall I unleash them again, or? Bid them wait my command. I may have use for them this night. <laughs> he stands back up, but still averts his eyes. Then I shall await my master's return. May I be dismissed. You have my leave to go. He flashes a pair of red eyes at you and turns to depart, Count. Lieutenant. What would you like to do now, Count von Zarevich, as the land stretches before you at your command as it always is? To the balcony, I shall look out over my land. I shall look in the direction of Barovia, the village, where they are, where she is. And I will open my ears to the night, listen to what it brings me. Excellent. And hello and welcome to the Black Dice Society Season 2, Episode 5, Committed to Dust. I'm sure you guys don't need to worry about any of that. None of that that happened. Um, <laughs> before we get started here, uh, as always, as before, thank you so very much to Jason Carl for reprising his role as Strahd von Zarevich for us this evening. And let us meet um, the rest of our outlanders in the village of Barovia. I'm going to switch this up some. I will start down here at the bottom with Tatiana. Hello, I am Tatiana. Uh, but I am actually Becca Scott and you can find me on the internet at the Becca Scott, um, usually streaming magic and, or putting board game tutorials on youtube.com slash good time society pronouns, she, her for character and, and human and, uh, Tatiana's urgency barbarian through it. Yeah. Is everything. And Finn. Hey, I'm Tanya DePass, also known as Cypher Tierra Line. Uh, I play Fen, your blood hunter warlock with a little bit of beast in her. Uh, pronouns are she heard. You can find me everywhere as Cypher Tier. Brother Uriah. Hello, I'm Mark Mir. I use he, him pronouns, as does my character, Brother Uriah Macabre, cleric of the grave and worshiper of Ezra, Lady of the Mists. And Nahara. Hello, everyone. I'm Nora Ibrahim. You can find me everywhere at Noralogical. My pronouns are she, her, as is my character, Nahara, who is a reborn fallen Azamar undead warlock with a little bit of College of the Spirit Bard. Valentine. Hello, I am Sage Ryan. I go by Not Sage everywhere on the internet or Pixel Circus. And tonight I will be playing Valentine. Valentine is a reborn aberrant mind sorcerer who is apparently very ready for a party. And we both use she, her pronouns. And last but certainly not least, Desmond. Oh, hi. I'm DJ Knight. I play Desmond, a human ranger lycanthrope. And uh, our pronouns are he, him. You're awesome. Thanks for coming and hanging out with us. Also, I, I believe, good sir, you may have another thing to announce. I may. 
No time like the present. Go ahead, lay it on. I was just trying to take a second and like let the let the dramatically build. Like it's just a dramatic pause of like, hmm. I wonder. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. For those of you who regularly type exclamation code in chat, you may know of a game that we know. Uh, It's called Idol Champions. It's kind of an awesome thing. Uh, A lycanthropy you know will be in the game very soon. Wednesday soon. (laughs) See you in the champions. You can add Desmond to your formation. He can fight alongside Freely and Bayloth the Entertainer in Solis. Uh, you know, I assume he can. I don't know where our form- where we are in our formation, but you can make it work. There's a way. Uh, also, I'll just say now, starting this Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific is Idol Champions Presents 3 Court of the Raven Queen, which starts on twitch.tv forward slash CNE games. Maybe tune in at four o'clock and you might see some faces that you recognize making their way through the shadow fell. I don't know. Guess you just have to tune in and watch. Um, what I will say is this story, um, the Black Dice Society, is of course a horror stream. As such, you may see some contents and themes and situations that you don't normally encounter in other Dungeons & Dragons games. Uh, As always, we have our safety tools in place. Uh, There is a number of ways for people to notify me if there's something that they're uncomfortable about. You might find uh, if a scene switches suddenly, it might be because somebody was getting squicked out, and that is okay. But now, more than most nights, we might push things a little bit. I don't know. I'm telling you. It's going to be fine. I mean, I'm going to be fine no matter what. They're probably going to be fine. Uh, Before we go on, uh, as you see, my image popped up here on the screen while we were talking. We have our new Dark Lord Dyers dice that are available from Die Hard Dice. Uh, They are beautiful. They are modular. They break apart and you can put them together into like new and interesting combinations. They're super cool. I, I posted some pictures of the different uh, different ways that you can assemble them on the tweetograms. Uh, they are available now from Die Hard Dice. You also can use code BDS to get 10% off those dice or any other dope things that you want to buy from DieHardDice.com. As always, Secret Lab Chairs. Again, I love mine. Mark loves his. It's like riding around in the couch. Uh, if you're thinking about maybe buying a new chair for President's Day, maybe spoiling yourself a little something, highly recommended. The best chair I've ever owned. And I owned a bunch because I bought a lot of like cheap ones because I don't want to spend the money. Well worth it. Uh, Warriors Waterdeep, the code should be appearing in chat here. We passed them along to the mods there. So hopefully that's going to be going out. Of course, Idle Champions, if you type in exclam code, you can get your golden chest code and start preparing yourself for Desmond's arrival which is this coming Wednesday. Uh, our T Public store is live. Shirts, masks, bags, pillows, anything you can think of, you can get there. And of course, our Gua Jess Museum quality art print. If you type in exclam BDS art, you know, if you want some a little classy uh, with our gorgeous art from Adam Schumpert. Again, again, see that, see that, that, wait, wait it's like flying a ship. There you go. Man, that guy looks familiar. You know, he's also right under me, right over the dice there. You know, interesting, interesting, excellent bone structure in that uh, vampire. 
Uh, and last but certainly not least, we do have a Patreon. Um, you can get exclusive after show, exclusive bonus content, exclusive side adventures, all sorts of our, our after show audio versions of the of the episode. Everything is available on patreon.com forward slash the Black Dice Society. And with that, on with our show. village of Barovia, having just met a young woman named uh, Arena, who bears a striking resemblance to Nahara, Arena Kolanya. You've met her older adopted brother, Ismark, uh, who off asked you all to help his sister. Uh, he needs to get her out of the village of Barovia into safe, the relative safety of the land of Valaki. Uh, you all also received um, some interesting secret insights from a hag that was making her way through the streets of Barovia selling dream pastries, so much so she was about to take a young boy away from his parents as payment until you all intervened. She did share certain information with some of you. Some things were said out loud, some things were said in private, and things that you needed to be aware of. One piece of information that was given that was shared freely is that Count von Zarovich has spies everywhere amongst the Vistani, uh, the low, some of the uh, a local group of humans in Barovia. You were also told you might have allies. Uh, the Silver Dragon Knights are a group of undead revenants uh, that still bear a grudge for towards Count von Zarovich, who might be able to assist you. Were you able to ever make contact with them near uh, Valaki? When you all met this young girl, it was clear that the Burgermaster's house had been sieged uh, for days on end by legions of undead and wolves until the man dropped dead from a heart attack. Uh, in that night, the attacks stopped. You also saw two distinct bike marks on this young woman's neck. And although she is more than happy to leave and escape the village of Barovia, literally in the shadow of Castle Ravenloft, she said she could not do it until she had seen her adopted father buried and committed to his final rest in the cemetery. And with that, what would you all like to do? How much time do we have before sunset? I know days here are not typical, but... Honestly, it's gotten dark even in the time that you all have been in here. It's strange. It, it Again, it only ever gets so bright, and when it gets dark, it gets dark quickly. Like, you deeply suspect... Um, 
the days are of varying lengths, almost like they are obedient to the will of someone else. Well, I'm not sure what choices we have. It would be folly to travel at night, I think, and yet it might be sheer madness to stay here with, within the very shadow of Castle Ravenloft. We've, we've committed, though, to seeing Irina's father laid to rest. I suppose that's our first order of business. She speaks up and says, well, but we must, we must bury him at dawn. That, that is when the morning Lord will smile upon him. And oh. Ismark kind of steps forward and takes her hand and says, my darling, we must bury him when we can. If they will assist us now, we must go now. Irina, and your brother is right. You are a very puny woman. You are very small and you are not safe. We have to take you to where you are safe. That is our job. You, Tatiana, when you say that, you see she looks at the wall where there are several mounted weapons that are mostly decorative, but she pulls a sword out and brandishes it quickly, and she says, I am not as weak as you think. I want to The girl, the girl my is not read. without, she's no match for Tatiana, who is, but she is not without skill. Can I just uh, quickly pull out my kukri and sort of parry her blows just casually? We're not really fighting. I just kind of want to, like, test... Uh, obviously, her sword is much longer than my kukri, but I, I think I, th I think we can figure it out. Uh, you know, just give me an attack roll. I know you're not trying to hurt her, but we're just, just how, how effective uh, you are in this. Nat 20. <laughs> <laughs> what is your intent, Tatiana? Is it, it, what, 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 what is your intent? Because you do it. So what do you, she very much, you know, what is, what, what do you want to have? I, uh. Parry her blow to the left, to the right, to the left. I'm playing soft here. Uh, I just want to see what she can do. And for her size and, and weight, um, I'm impressed by the ability to parry my kind of fake blows. And then I sort of like do a flourish and a spin and slam her, her sword out of her hand with my kukri and then like uh, catch I mean, it in the air. I was and about to say, with the natural 20, you could send it flying, like, right back into the, onto the wall. If you yeah, let's hang it back up. Let's hang it back yeah. up. You see, she just sort of looks at you for a second and looks down at her hand and looks at you, and she just says, I have so much more to learn. I am willing to teach. You are a supple student. I will say, Tatiana, not unlike your assessment of Ismark, um, she's solid fundamentals. Um, and you can tell that as you had gauged before, he's been around the block. He's not all talk. Yeah. Um, and is, is Mark, what's his reaction to seeing what I just did? Impressed. Mm. I not. pretend not to notice. <laughs> well, I don't know about everyone else, but I'd rather take my chances out there and hurry this along than to remain here in the shadows of the castle. I agree. It's a long enough journey that there's not much here that we can do during daylight. Either way, the sun will fall again. So I'd like to get on the road sooner than later. Okay, now we go. I pick up one end of the coffin and hear whatever's inside slide to one end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the actually they still have the the lid off of it. Like you can see the Burgermaster, um, uh, Brother Uriah has has used calm repose on him, so he looks more like he's sleeping than a body that has been dead and unembalmed for three days. Uh, but he's very clearly dead. 
And you see Ismark, Ismark does come over with the lid and puts it over the coffin. And you hear he does whisper some quiet prayers, which, Brother Uriah, you do recognize R2 Lathander, the Morning Lord, um, about guide him, receive him, forgive him, you know? And he starts to quietly nail the coffin shut. And while he's doing it, you see Arena starts to cry, but tries to stay composed. Like, it's very much like... While the coffin's being nailed shut. Desmond, Fenn, are you also up for the task? Yeah, I was going to ask where shovels are or if Irina needed anything from us before we led to his final rest. It, we have to take him to the church. Um, the, the priest will say the last rites and Father Donovich will commit him to the earth. It's not far. We, of course, will uh, accompany you. Does anybody help uh, Iskar nail the coffin shut? Yeah, I, I'm assisting. I, I kind of mm. took on the spot of Paul Bear. Absolutely not. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, only takes a few minutes, you know, uh, again, in this um, simple coffin that they made themselves, um, you can tell that they cannibalized what was probably once very nice furniture. You, Brother Uriah, having some insight into these things, no, it will not last long in the ground at all, but it looks nice until then. So get her sword back and present it to her, just in case. Mm -hmm. um, she Question, uh, how large a man was the Burgomaster? Are, are Tatiana and Desmond, for example, able to carry him by themselves or will they need assistance? Um, yeah, and, and Ismark is going to help too, and Arena is actually going to help as well. Like it, it would, the, the four of you could could do it. I mean, obviously, the six people would do it faster. Um, he was clearly a well-fed man, um, middle-aged. Uh, again, do recall one of the last things you found out right before the end was that letter of warning begging adventurers not to come here in talking about Arena's plight was not written by him. Ismark said he knew his father's penmanship. He didn't write that, even though it had his name on it. Yes, rather curious, but but in the meantime, let us see your father to his final rest. Uh, this uh, Father Donovan was it? Donovich. Donovich. Yes. Um, yes. The the it's um the the church isn't far. Um, yes. And so they... he he tends to the people of this village then to their spiritual needs. Yes, absolutely. Oh. I shall look forward to meeting a fellow man of the cloth. Uh, not uh, the same cloth, mind you, with different cloths, but um, uh, yes. yes. Um, he, he had a son, uh, Doru, but um, he hasn't been seen for some time. So that's not uncommon here for people to just go missing. Especially children, apparently. It is um, uneasy work, but it is... Um, a sad reality of life, yes. Doru, uh, he is a child? Um, you see, she sort of like crinkles her brow for a second and she says, we're of a, about the same age, I think. Oh. I was nine years old when I came here um, and he was about the same. I would say we grew up together in the strictest technical sense, but we weren't terribly close. He was odd. 
Rina, I wonder, I hesitate to ask a personal question in your time of grief, but you say you came here when you were nine. Mm. My what? father found me on the Western Woods. Do you remember anything of your life before this, for your childhood? She very much looks right past you at Nahara and was saying, it was actually hoping maybe you could tell me something. Like, are, 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 are we sisters? You're not old enough to be my mother. Are you? Well, that, no, maybe sisters, but I don't. Your guess is as good as mine. I, I can't remember much of my life up until quite recently. You see, she very much like looks backwards at her decided lack of wings. And she's like, There's, the resemblance is uncanny. And yet you clearly possess gifts that I don't. I, I don't know if we are related at all, but the resemblance is a bit disturbing, if I must say. I, I wish I, I had more answers, but that's a little bit of the reason why I'm here. I wonder, Irina, have you been troubled by um, strange dreams? Dreams of um, echoes of almost another life that you might have led? I think everyone in Barovia is troubled by strange dreams. How should I address you? Cleric? Father? Uh, brother. brother. Brother Uriah. I am uh, of the Church of Ezra, Lady of the Mists. Uh, ah. But there is no rivalry between our churches. Ezra recognizes the Morning Lord as a strong ally against the forces of evil. She um, just sort of nods and then she kind of comes forward and she takes your hand, Nahara, and she looks at you and she says, maybe we can figure it out together. I think whatever it is that can help me answer some of my questions can maybe also answer some of yours. You asked me about a cat? That's a strange question. Also, she's saying this as you guys uh, are starting starting to move, by the way, <laughs> making your way through the streets. Just, just a, a hunch. I don't know. It could mean nothing. Did you ever have a cat? No. Father was deathly allergic. Oh. And he definitely didn't want a dog because she just motions at all of the claw marks all over the walls and wolf prints. I only asked because I had one, but we're not the same age, so I can't see how that would make any sense. What was your cat's name? Seja. It's beautiful. Does it mean something? It means dawn. Well, now I must find a cat and name it Seja. She 
she's gray and white if you do find her some version of her actually now i have more questions i'm sorry <laughs> i don't know what's happening and she very much rubs where the bite wounds were because you might recall you healed her and they closed up and she's like but i'm i'm glad that you all are here with us now Thank you for helping us put father to rest, but I think with your help, we might actually be able to escape this place. <laughs> so few people do. Let us hope that you are right. In the meantime, to the church, I suppose. As you all are walking, Iskar looks at you, Desmond. And you notice, although Arena has cried intermittently, but has attempted to be brave, he's kept a stern countenance. He was a very pleasant, jovial guy. He's by a wide margin the nicest person you all have met since you arrived in Barovia. Everybody else seems relatively broken down, except him. But his demeanor has definitely changed, carrying his father's casket here. <laughs> but he does look at you, Desmond, and he just says, you're an eldest son, too, I think. What gave me away? Like recognizes like. Too sure. Have you... Well, I was going to say, have you committed your father to the earth, but some people commit their parents to the flames. Um, have you lost him yet? I am not sure. <laughs> lost in one way doesn't necessarily mean lost in another. So there's that. Can I tell you something foolish? Go for Desmond, it. right? So what I believe your name was. Yep. When I was a boy growing up, I heard stories of adventurers from far off lands that would come here and try and defeat him and liberate us all. And I believed I would tell myself these fantastic stories about these far flung places, how bright the sun must be, how green the grass. And when my mother died, I told myself, I'm sure only in Barovia do children bury their parents. I'm sad to hear that it is not so. I feel that's a thing that happens everywhere. Unfortunately. I'm sure my father was terrified that one day he would have to commit me to the earth for all my campaigning in 
drunken declarations that I would be the one to liberate the land. I'm surprised he didn't come and tear my throat out, but I can't help but think. Part of the reason why he took such delight in terrorizing my father and... attacking my sister was because I provoked him. That's got to weigh heavy. Heavy on the heart. The day will come that I will be able to stand in front of him. And I will have my revenge. I don't know how, but I will. Revenge is a sweet, sweet dish, isn't it? <laughs> nice and cold. As it should be. Normally, I find it... Um, doesn't necessarily fill you afterwards, but it is definitely sweet at the time. You, uh, and he sort of looks at you too, Tatiana, as you guys are all kind of making pretty good time with this coffin. You're all strong, but as fast as you can be without a loss of reverence, essentially. And he sort of looks back and forth between Tatiana and Desmond, and he says, You all aren't the first to come here. You aren't the first to think you would stop him. Save us. Change things. Well, we will be the last. I set you up for that one. You did. I hope it's true. I don't true. have much to say. I've never... Carrying a coffin makes Tatiana feel things. He... I don't like it. <laughs> oh. So what you're saying is there is more to you than... A beautiful face and large muscles and the skill to disarm a child. Hmm? You think my face is beautiful? Uh, <laughs> most people notice my muscles. <laughs> you know, there's, um... There's no shame in feeling things. A lot of I times strongly people, disagree. People here often think me the full fool for my manner, but the truth is I realize when I can no longer smile, when I can no longer lead a drunken chorus, that is when he will have truly defeated me. He's broken nearly everyone here. He won't break me. I see that in you. I see your strength, and it might impress me as well. I was so rude, I asked Desmond if he'd buried his father, son to son, you know. Have you buried yours? 
I never knew my parents, so it's not important. <laughs> They're probably very dead. My whole village was taken upon by raiders. So you see, that means little to me. Only my life and those who are living, those are who matter. Death is weakness. They were weak. Oh. No, no, so no. offense no, no. to you. I know he actually he actually stops walking. And sort of like adjusts the I casket think... under his hand slightly. And he looks at you and he says, death isn't weakness. Death is inevitable. It's just when and how we face it. Well, I will face mine without fear. That is one thing that I know. Mm. Life without meaning. Maybe that is what I mean. That is weakness. Well, I hope you don't have to face it anytime soon. And sort of starts walking again. And I hope I don't have to kill you. No, I, a, I don't have any reason to. I just like... A, yes, uh, a very odd conversational transition there from... A, sorry. A, a, like, Force like, of habit. It's like a reflex. Don't worry, she says that to everyone. I do. I, I, I'd hope you don't have to kill me either. Um, I meant it as a compliment. <laughs> Valentine, you see Arena has moved near you and is like very much looking at you, but she doesn't say anything. She's looking at you like she wants to say something, but she doesn't say anything. Can I help you? Oh, most certainly you already are. You're staring. Oh, um... Sorry. Do they not teach manners here? No, actually. Um, I'll take it telepathic. What are you not saying? How are you doing that? Feels like a very silly time to ask that question. Um. I think you're fascinating. You're the other ones are all so fearsome looking. But I think you're the most fearsome. I see it in your eyes. My father always told me, he's like, just look in a person's eyes. Don't judge them by anything else. Thank you. I noticed by your uh, interaction with Tatiana, you have a lot of desire to be fearsome. I don't want to be a victim. Hmm. I understand that. And there's no reason for you to be, but for now, you can let the more outwardly fearsome deal with most of the hitting and smashing because they're good at it. <laughs> that makes There's sense. a lot of different ways to be feared. <laughs> I think I'm going to have a number of questions for you on the road. <laughs> That's quite all right. Also, it's telepathic. It How? seems I'm always listening. 
<laughs> I think that's usually unsettling, but is I actually find it comforting. <sighs> but if I want to talk to you, how do I let you know? Like, I don't want to be like, mm, that seems like it defeats the purpose. Yeah, you definitely shouldn't do that. That's very embarrassing. Mm. Mm. Um, Maybe I'll cough three times. Like, <coughs> and brother Uriah, you hear her very sick. loudly go. <coughs> no, don't be are, gross. Are you all right? <sighs> See, it's calling attention. Yeah, just, uh, just emotions. I was, just, uh, I'm emotional. Oh, of course, oh. of course. I My condolences. My condolences. Something more subtle. You can adjust your sleeve back a little bit. And I notice everything so i'll keep that in mind um, can i ask you a question you may nahara she, she seems unsettled by me you're wearing her face we're, we're all unsettled by you or she's wearing mine I don't think any uh, resituating of the order of that is going to make this a comfortable thing. Look. Well, um, I mean, if we're being uncomfortable, uh, neither of you are breathing. I don't know if my brother noticed, but I certainly have. <laughs> right. Um, yes. That is correct. Uh, and I will just kind of turn back to her for the first time, actually making eye contact in this conversation and pull up my pearls a little bit to show the scar across my throat and pull them back down and say, that you is the least worrying thing happening here. You see her eyes triple in size, basically. Like they're going to come out of her head and she just goes, oh, I'm so sorry. No, no, none of that. Look. You are forcing our friend, I don't use that term often, Nahara, to face a lot of things. This whole place is. It's terrible. I don't understand why anyone's here. So, naturally, that's going to be a little bit of unsettling. I can tell you why they're here. They're stuck. They're here because he doesn't let them leave. I've heard that good people don't end up in the mists. Maybe some good people are born here. Maybe. I hope. Well, as someone who ended up in the mists and with a group of other people who also did, who knows what the hell is going on. I don't know, clones are real apparently. So you're probably some weird little clone. And Valentine just shrugs and ends the telepathic connection. You do the last thought of her, you hear her thinking, I'm a clone, I'm gonna be very cross that I didn't get wings. And then you cut it off, Valentine. Hold on. You all arrive at the church. It, um, atop a slight rise against the roots of the pillar of stone that supports Castle Ravenloft, stands a gray, sagging edifice of stone and wood. 
The church has obviously weathered the assaults of evil for centuries on, on, on end and is worn and weary. A bell tower rises towards the back and flickering light shines through holes in the shingled roof. The rafters strain feebly against their load. The heavy wooden doors of the church are covered with claw marks and scarred by fire, just like the house. What would you all like to do? Oh, and uh, this is your local house of worship? Yes, this is it. I see it too has come under siege, I suppose not unsurprisingly. Isn't your God supposed to protect you? Oh, he has. The cast, the church stands as yet. Well said. Well said. The bar is low. <laughs> but despite so. being a sacred place, this place has been under attack, yes. Absolutely. I mean, she looks straight up and you all can see basically in the night, the clouds gathered around the top of Castle Ravenloft is difficult to make it out, but I mean, it's right there. Like, you could reach out and touch the stone of it. And she says, the morning lord sticks like a thorn in his side that even he has not been able to pluck out. Yes. Um, well, I suppose we should uh, see your local priest, uh, Father Donovich, and uh, get your father committed to the ground. Do we need to dig the grave, or are there uh, holes oh, no. made? We should take him inside. Um, let Father Donovich say the words over him. Okay, because I could, I could put it. I could dig a hole. I could put it in there. We could be on the no, way. Iskar looks at you, and he's like, "Well, there is sort of a system to the way things work in a cemetery. You don't just dig a hole and drop a body wherever you feel like it." This is all kind of new to me. Mm. Perhaps we knock on the door first. Um, Iskar just looks and he's like, it's always open to the penitent. Just push them open. Oh, um, I suppose, I suppose I'm penitent. Uh, as penitent as the next man. Um, uh, uh, but I, but he does still do a little <laughs> rap on the door as he puts like, hello, hello, um, um, for the, for the Donovich. Uh, you don't get a response, but presumably you still push the door open. Uh, Yes. Hello. Um, we don't, we don't mean to intrude. The doors yes, open do. to the doors open to reveal a ten foot wide, twenty foot long hall leading to a brightly lit chapel. The hall is unlit and reeks of mildew. Four doors, two on each side of the hall, lead to adjacent chambers. You can see that the chapel is strewn with debris, and you hear a soft voice from within reciting a prayer. Suddenly, the prayer is blotted out by an inhuman scream that rises up from beneath the wooden floor. Uh, are you all right? Uh, um, uh, I think there's trouble. Are you keeping host? Do you think he's keeping hostages? Do you think uh, we can go in there? I, uh, I drop the coffin and I run towards the scream. I shall, I shall hurry forward as well. Is you put the coffin down from Castle Ravenloft, high above, fog starts rolling down over the church, over the cemetery, 
and you all hear the howls of wolves from all around you. And in the midst of the fog, something appears. What do they see, Count von Zarovich? Fog roils, writhes, undulates, as though it is a living thing, creeping, billowing, rising, boiling, ever closer, surrounding the church, the burial grounds, the woods, until the mists touch everything. But they do not past the threshold of the holy place itself. The mists do not enter the church. A figure appears in the mists outside the church, clad in black formal attire of no place that you're familiar with. And strides out of the mist so that he can be seen. For those of you that have seen him before, Count Strad von Zarovich stands before you in the flesh. Oh, I believe yeah. I need no introduction. I thought you'd be here sooner, to be honest. I'm a busy dark lord, my beloved. I have and things to do. Kind of looks over at Uriah when he says that, like, sorry, this is awkward. Uh, it's okay. Um, <clears throat> well, there he is. <sighs> Maybe How fitting that you... Something? How fitting that you assist in the interment of Irina's father. It is fitting and why that the Sorella that? Barovia should accept him. Why? Fitting how? He played his part and played it well. And now he can rest. Welcome to my land, travelers, guests after a fashion, but Fen, why do you tarry here? I thought we had an agreement. What? I would bring the caller for you to kill. Why are you not about it? The caller is not here in Barovia. It is uh, near Valiki at this time. Well, and aren't I always the one getting in trouble for keeping secrets? What, what is he saying? Mariah, you know that I carry a pen. Why do you think I have a pen? To slay your quarry, your foe, your adversary yes i see 
But surely you know. You know he's not to be trusted, then. Is Brother Uriah inside the church or oh, outside yeah. the church? <laughs> oh, I mean, I, I rushed forward. I mean, I'm in there. I'm, I'm in that church. <laughs> I didn't go in the door handle burned. I will also say you all see when Arena sees Strahd, her eyes widen, but Iskar just basically pulls her behind him, but makes a point to not draw his weapon, but interposes himself between her and Strahd. Irina, good evening. You know, I never anticipated this. Decisions, decisions. Hmm. But my question stands. Fen, why are you not about the business we discussed? Because I was trying to have a bit of discretion and not just leave as soon as I could. Hmm. How has that worked out for you? Well, right now, not very well at all. Greetings, Desmond. Hello again. Hello again. Your heart is no lighter than when we first spoke. You knew that would be the case. It is a terrible burden to bear this guilt, this grief. I know what it is to lose a brother. I know what it is to lose my beloved. But even though we have so much in common, We differ in one important point. And what point is that? You did this to yourself by shirking your family responsibilities. <laughs> Avoiding the crown, refusing the throne is what brought you to this place. And now, and now she has more in common with me than you. Disappointing. If your brother were here now, what would you say to me? I'm not sure. I've been thinking about this long and hard. Yes, if Armand were to stand before you in the flesh, here, what would you say? How could you excuse yourself? How could I excuse myself? I pretty easily. I've done nothing. Maybe my body. But uh, someone else had somehow taken the reins in a way that I still don't quite understand. But uh, I've done nothing. I wonder if Armand would agree with you. And I think before you leave my land, if you leave my land, we should ask him. Hmm. So he's here. I have that feeling. Do you want me to kill him, Desmond? No. He's not worth the effort. 
<laughs> he comes to us and tells me tells me about disappointment about shirking my family responsibility. I don't believe that's any of your concern. And even if I hadn't shirked my family responsibility, somehow I get the feeling that things would have played out exactly the way they played out. Regardless, the end result would have been the same. She would still have more in common with you than with me or Armand. So, who's to say? I think we can ask her too. And then maybe all secrets will come out. Well, they will. In their due time. Hmm. What's done in the dark will come to light. You just so happen to have darkness. An entire land. It's beautiful, isn't it? Until you start shining the light. Then what happens? Nothing. That does not happen here. Because I don't wish it. Hmm. So. Travelers and guests. What shall we do with you? What shall we do with you, Fen, who delays the completion of the bargain. What shall we do with you, Valentine? So close to what you want, just out of reach. Well, I assume you've come here for a reason and none of us have pulled a sword. I think you are smarter than that, but perhaps not, we'll see generally smarter than using a sword, yes. But what does that mean? What does it mean indeed? It means that the right people are in the right place at the right time at long last. I am a patient dark lord, but even I have my limits. Nahara, have you nothing to say to me? Oh, we have much to discuss. I would think. I can assure you. But perhaps a conversation best to have in private. Hmm. I have nothing but time. Strahd stretches out his hand towards Nahara. Nahara, don't step out of the church. I have to know some things. And seeing as how we're all still alive right now, I think it is in, not in his best interest. Should any harm come to any of us, and I do take Strahd's hand. Nahara. Nahara, please be, be careful. Silence, priest. Can you hear me, Lich? Are you in there? I know you can hear me. I know you can. Stay out of this. I'm sorry, Uriah. I have to know. Better yet, go back to your place before it's too late. Do you hear me, Azalyn? I know you hear me. Be gone from here. I, 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 I don't think he's here. Matt? I'm not sure. Nahara, 
Yes. Shall we take a walk? Nahara, as you walk towards the front of the church, about to cross the threshold, Arena jumps out from behind you and puts a hand on your arm. Not forcibly. She just puts it on you and like her eyes are pleading with you. <laughs> Don't. She doesn't say it. She's just like, Arena, are you jealous? Are you afraid you might not be the one after all? You all see, it's like she opens her mouth, but like words won't come out. I'm gonna pull like, Arena back to us. Just kind of by the back of her clothes, pull her back to the group. If Valentine does a thing, that help. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, I'm not she, very strong. It's <laughs> it's like the strength is going out of her body. She, you, you immediately pull her back easily and she still just looks kind of wild-eyed at Strahd. This is what I came here for. So why waste time? You may look the same, Irina, but she is not you. She makes her own choices. Well, I assume you'll have her back before dark, won't you? There are no guarantees. Hmm. I don't think you would object. Pardon? Don't you long for a place to rule? Who doesn't? If events unfold as I desire, perhaps you can have it. I won't have any use for it anymore. As much as I like the sound of that, I'm a big fan of in the now and nothing here is benefiting me in this moment. So I ask again, you'll be bringing her back, right? That will depend on her. Strahd, you are of course the Lord of these lands. But more than the lord of these lands, you are the lord of all vampires. And you are aware of five that are in close proximity to you, four of which you did not create. They stink of twisted madness. They stink of Blutspur. And they are nearby. What foulness is that? Blutspur renegades in my land? Oh, those? It wouldn't be a problem, would it? This is not the kind of insult I am accustomed to forgive. Bad enough that Fen brings that blade here. Bad enough. Mm. But really, the mind carrying, ugh, perhaps you are not worthy to rule here after all. 
I'm not known what to is... travel light. Well, let's see what they're made of, shall we? Oh, if I know. Children, keep them busy. Well, Strahd says this, rats, bats, wolves can be seen running, flitting, scurrying through the mist past the church, squeaking, growling, their little claws tearing up the cold sod as they proceed in the direction of wherever those disgusting creatures are. Finn, or not Finn, I apologize. Um, Valentine, you know your protectors don't speak words as such. It's just all pure emotion. But you sense panic, death, frenzy. And a few moments after Strahd says this, you all hear screeching, unearthly, horrific. Do I still sense them? Oh, yes. I mean, they are fighting and struggling. They're formidable. Since I can connect with them telepathically, what I would like to do is communicate back to them in emotion. Instead of saying words at them in commands like I normally do, I instead, in an attempt to drown out the madness and fear that I'm getting from them, send them every ounce of anger in Valentine's long gone soul. Lifetimes worth of the anger that she carries just emotionally through our telepathic link. You notice, Valentine, it is almost like they resonate with it like a tuning fork. And you know they will fight furiously until you tell them not to. For the rest of you, it's just, you don't see it. You're not even quite sure where they are. But it is just a horrifying noise that just echoes into the night of squealing, growling, crunching, Strahd, they are formidable, but of course, they would fall before you as will all things. I know what I need to know. The children may withdraw. It's Valentine. You get pain they've clearly been injured but they actually want more if if any is just bloodlust is what you get from all four of them just they want to kill 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 i'll do my best to calm them for now valentine these are your pets you could call them that yes i actually like the sound of it Disgusting creatures. Aren't most pets. Why do you travel here with the carrion of the brutes? 
I suppose there are people who have a vested interest in my safety. Hmm. Like most pets, I didn't really pick them out. They sort of chose me. They followed you home and you kept them? Yes. Hmm. I will spare them for now. Hmm. Does that mean that you represent what they stand for? No, I represent what I stand for solely and exclusively. They are just beasts. So you are not here on a diplomatic mission? No, I don't do diplomacy anymore. Pity. Lutzburg and I have much to discuss, but perhaps another night. If you'd like to have a conversation, I certainly could facilitate. Very kind, but let us take care of first things first. Nahara. Nahara, are, are, are you absolutely sure about this? Mariah, you know that I need to sort some things out. I'll be all right. Yes, of course. You must. I know this is very important to you. Indeed it is. Go, Nara. Go and seek your answers. And hello, Vonzarevich. And I believe here, with Aslan Rex having made his presence known just before Nahara and Strahd von Zarevich can be united at long last, seems like an excellent time for us to take a break. <laughs> we'll be right back. I'm going to Hello, thank you, and welcome back to the Black Dice Society Season 2, Episode 5, <gasps> Committed to Dust. Uh, before we go on, of course, I have to say thank you to our patrons. You literally make it possible to do what we do. Uh, from Aaron Duran, Alan Zozo, Aurelia Rolf, Black Watch Ronan, Brad DeMog, Chris Lewis, The Pretzel Bear, Christopher Clindering, Craig Savage, Kralis, David Bonney, Donald Scott Massey, Ducati, Flannel Fries, Forrest F. Moore, Grafumbly, Guy Vanderbrink, Ian Brooks, Josh Olin, Jess Link, Kyle Garrett, Lady Voronkova, uh, wait, Voronkova. I don't know. Again, I spent a year saying Voronika. <laughs> And my brain just doesn't want to do it right. Like it's very clearly written. Um, Matthew, Mecca Shiva, Mercy Malunas, Mr. Albert, Nathan Crowder, Nick Bernard, Nightcrawler, Packery 101, Patch, Project Wolfbear, Reese, Reverse, Aquamath, Ronan Monkey, Rosie and Sean at Ship. Rosie and Sean at Sip happens, y'all. 
uh, Rum Soaked Chicken to Queen Bee, Valdemar, Night Road, War on Reality, We Nuck and Futz, and Zort One. Thank you all so very much. And a ton of you have been here with us since the very beginning, since we started last April. So thank you all so very much for your support. Again, you literally make it possible to do what we do. Now, here, back in the village of Barovia, in the very shadow of Castle Ravenloft, just outside the church for some of you and inside the church for others, Count Strahd von Zarovich has appeared and extended his hand, which Nahara has accepted. But after some goading, it seems like the Lich King himself, Aslan Rex, has something to say before they depart. Fare thee well, Nahara. I hope you find the answers you seek. And you, Von Zarevich, all the very best this go-round, hmm? <laughs> Remember that when your host is at my table. Indeed. Nahara. Yes. He will have answers for you, I think. Go with my blessing. I am your patron, after all, not your owner. Your will is your own, as always, my dear. That's exactly why I don't need a blessing. Mm, well said. Well? Shall we? Shall we? I'll be okay. While... Yes, yes, Uriah, please. Uriah stutters a bit more. But you, Nahara, distinctly hear the words. I love you. I love you too. I'll be back, I promise. Outside the church, a spectacle occurs that you've seen many times, Count von Zarevich. An eerie green light suffuses the graveyard. From this light emerges a ghostly procession. Mm. Wavering images of doughty women toting great swords, Woodwise men with slender bows, dwarves with glittering axes, and archaically dressed mages with beards and strange pointed hats. All these and more march forth from the graveyard, their numbers growing by the second. Count von Zarevich, this is the countless procession of fools who thought they would come here and defeat the Lord of Barovia. You all see this ghostly army begin marching its way up the causeway towards Castle Ravenloft. I love this part. Brother Uriah, these 
are all the other fools whose passions and misguided ideas of glory led them to dusty death. Now then, Nahara. Yes. Strahd leads Nahara a dozen paces away from the church door, but still within sight of it, so that her colleagues can see but not here. As they move out of earshot, but within range, what are the rest of you doing standing there, presumably just inside, or at least I suppose in Valentine's case, just outside the church? I think I realized that I had been unconsciously stepping in front of Ismark and had put my body in between him and anything else. Tatiana, you Pardon. notice as, as you step in front of Ismark, you see, you didn't see when he did it, it was smooth and fluid, but he has drawn his bow and knocked an arrow. And you know how good of a shot he is. And he is very much looking at Strahd like he's about to do it. Uh, that might mean your certain death. Please don't. Yes, but he's, he's just there. His back is turned. He's preoccupied. I assure you, striking alone will be a poor choice for you. I don't know much about this counts, but I know that. You see, he just sort of slumps slightly, slightly and kind of lets it, his hands fall to his sides and puts the arrow back in the quiver. Besides, like, I will be the first to hit him. <clears throat> Tatiana, I swear I will kill that man or I will die trying. Oh, we will. Together. But not yet. What are the rest of you doing? Is everyone in the church except for me? Yeah, but I mean, I, I distinctly felt you were all kind of near the doorway because you were just talking with them. So they're, they're not deep into the church. Great. I'll still just stand outside, kind of leaning on the wall of the building. Even though he can't hear what's happening, Uriah's not taking his eyes off Nahara. And there doesn't seem to be any trace of Aslan in his bearing at this moment. What is so, this? Finn. Yeah. You want to tell us about your secret deal with Strahd? No. Sure I thought did. we were a team, but you are sneaking around in the forest, apparently with secrets. I wasn't aware I had to tell you what I was doing every moment of the day. Wow. I just, I kept, uh, Des Desmond? I'm just more surprised that she has Nepenthe, because that, it's like, it's like, in my mind, it's like, the soul would have given it away. But then I thought, why would a soul have given it away? So I guess that makes sense as to the sneaky, whatever was happening. But I mean, isn't he coming into everybody like in your dreams or whatever? So it's, it's kind I, of to be expected. 
I think that Tatiana has a very good point. If I was making deals with a dark lord behind everyone's backs, which I'm not against. Oh, wait, tell us if you are right now. Everybody I'm not. Else. I, I, I sort of assumed I'm, that you had been, to be honest. You're, if you're, you're directly asking, everyone has to say had. now. I'm not making deals. I'm just saying, if I was, you'd all be very upset with me. Yeah. Look, look. The deal I made is for my soul alone. I'm not trying to get the rest of you involved if this goes badly. Wait, your soul? I'm not, well, sort of, kind of... Figment of or figure of speech, Desmond, not literally my soul. I don't, I was just impressed. Quite, like, that's a deal. I mean, I uh, it's hard because I'm not quite never mind. That's a metaphysical conversation for later. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to like mess the vibe up or anything. I was just uh impressed because whatever he got out of getting like whatever you got from him getting your soul, he made out like a bandit. That's all I'm saying. Like, he didn't get my soul, and honestly. We know it'll probably get my soul at the end of the day. All, all of you see Nepenthe starts to rattle in its sheath in that red light pouring out of the top of the hilt. And you hear, all of you hear, Valentine, you and Finn, have heard Nepenthe speak before from the time that you were in Isolde's mind. Desmond, I even believe, touched the blade once, if memory mm -hmm. serves. But all of you, even you, Count von Zarovich, because your ears are far superior to theirs, hear an angry voice say, mm -hmm. This is so infuriating. Why bring me here to keep me dangling from your back? I want to bathe in the caller's blood or von Zarovich's. Have his head off and let us be done with this. Let us be done with this place. Let us be done with him. And the sheath is rattling like <laughs> on her back. Ah, uh, Finn. <coughs> yes, Jasmine. Could you just not touch anything about that blade? That'd be appreciated. I think he's a little and she perturbed. Just, and I, you see Finn has her hands up. She's like... I heard the blade when I touched it. That was... Yeah. Mm, that was interesting. What Nepenthe, did it say? Nepenthe has a goal. And I haven't fulfilled it yet. I was trying to honor my word with the group before I went off in search of the caller. But both Strahd and Nepenthe are forcing my hand. And and Fen is just like trying to calm herself before A, she pops her dread form, or that Nepenthe overwhelms her. Because she's not sure if she can fight the blade because Strahd is right there and the blade does have a grip on her to a degree it's Finn it's just red hot roiling rage and hatred 
and violence. It's just the every, you unconsciously start thinking back to every life you've ever taken. The the poorer they died, the better. It's, there's nothing honorable, nothing clean. Just every image of brutality that you've done, that you've seen, that you can experience. And the last thing that starts echoing in your head on a loop is that memory you saw in a soul's mind of her wailing, holding her brother. And it just keeps playing over and over and over and over and over. So quick out of character, do I have to make a save against Nepenthe? He is not currently trying to take over your physical form. Okay. Fen is actually going to go to one knee and she's visibly struggling not to give in to the feelings of the sword. You see Arena actually runs over to you and kneels down and puts her hands on the side of your head. And she's like, I, I, I don't know what that was. And I, I don't know how I can help. What can I do? Tell me, how can I help you? What can I do? And Fen, with, with the little bit of calm she has left, she just gentler than she expected pushes arena away this is you can't help me with this you all see around finn around nepenthe more accurately it's like there is a distortion like barovia itself does not want it here Ken, are, are you all right and Fen's voice has gotten deeper. You can tell that like she's fighting. She wants to shift into her dark form and just go on a tear and to hurt. No, Uriah, I'm not. I need you all. I need you to understand that this is a burden I've taken myself. I need a moment. I need to calm Nepenthe and calm myself. And Fen is going to step around them and actually go into the church, but on the way she slips Desmond a note. And she goes into the church and actually goes to the altar and kneels to pray in a hope that it will calm Nepenthe or at least get it to stop pushing the violent thoughts into her head. Because it is a holy blade. It is a holy avenger. It is. Mm-hmm. It's been dipped in quite a bit of blood between here and there, though. But yeah. yeah. Speaking of not okay, outside, Count Von Zarovich and Nahara. Is this where you take all your ex-lovers? Not quite the first date I was expecting. I have no other ex-lovers. There has only ever been you. Now, see. Oh, actually, can I incite that? Absolutely. Roll it. Cool, 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 cool. See, that is a 29. Again, 30 is godlike success, and you have gotten a 29. You detect no deception from Strahd von Zarovich. 
There is no reason to lie any longer. You are here, finally, at last, again. And yes, it is not the first time. Well, explain. Your name was, is, and all will shall be Tatiana. Like your Erganasi friend, but you are very different, the two of you. You and I were destined for a life together here, long, long ago. So long now that even I cannot tell you the number of years. And what happened? Tragedy, of course. It is always a tragedy. You tried, you tried, you tried to destroy yourself. Why would I do that? Fear, fear of me, fear of this place, fear of the future. And I think fear of love. I refuse to. How could I be your beloved if I was afraid of you? Love is not a straight road, has valleys, peaks, twists, switchbacks, turns. Even I cannot plumb its mysteries. I know as surely as I know anything, that it was real. Real? I could not bear- Both of us or real to just you? Hmm. You wound me with words as hard as steel. I'm sorry you don't remember the way it was. So do I. Perhaps if you remain here long enough, you will remember. I hope you remember. Well, that's one thing we both couldn't agree on. Could not bear to lose you. And so I did this. I did this to you. I trapped you in this eternal loop of death and rebirth, hoping that we could break whatever curse prohibits us from being together. The last time I checked, you don't reverse a curse with another curse. Hmm. I have been searching for you over and over again, it is always the same, always. You die before you can get back to me here. You have died in so many places, alone, frightened, so many times, over and over again. The lich knew this. 
you did this to me and expect that I would just be so happy to see you again or accept mm. that we should your, live out your fantasy of being together. You did this to me. What did you expect? Expect nothing. But one must, even a dark lord must live in some hope. Why does Irina look like me? I am going to say something that does not come easily to me. I don't know. I think I made a mistake. It is not easy to say that either. I was not lying when I said that Desmond and I have much in common. He too lost a brother. He too lost his love. And it was his fault, regardless of what he says. He lost a brother. Armand, who would have married Veronica, your one-time friend, yes. now, like myself. Nahara, when he says this to you, a name pops up with no other context, just a name, Sergei. Sergei. Sergei's your brother? Was my brother. Was. What your compatriots fail to understand, what the lich fails to understand about this place, about the mists, is that there are rules. Whether he likes it or not, things must be as they must be. And even he cannot break those rules for long without risking all of it. He has played your friends for fools from the beginning. And if he does not go back to where he belongs and soon, then you and I will never know. Never. And no one else will either. It's already beginning to unravel. Were you not doing the exact same thing? I cannot leave Barovia. At least, not until certain conditions are met. And that is what you're after, not me. I don't care if we are together here or in Blutspur. I don't care where, it doesn't matter. You are all that matter. We are all that matters. Did you not think that after finding out 
everything about myself in my former lives. Did you not think that I wouldn't want my revenge? Did you really think that knowing the truth would be enough? You see, people look at me and they mistake my sometime cheerfulness for weakness. And they wonder why the wings and what side am I on? And I've wondered that myself, wondering if I was just an angel who's done bad things or if I'm a devil that's just done a few good ones. Which would you prefer to be? That's yet to be determined, but do you know what I do know? I do know that schadenfreude is my love language. And if that's true, then I don't know if we could ever be together. You seek to injure me. You succeed, but it changes nothing. The cycle has been in motion since the beginning. This place was the first place. This is where the mists began. If they have an ending, it is here. And yes, I would like to leave. I would like to end this whatever it is, and go with you someplace else, any place else, to be together. Valentine can have it if she wants it, but I can't give it to her and I can't leave unless the cycle is broken. It can only be broken if we are together. Then you can believe whatever helps you sleep at night. I don't blame you. How could you know? You don't even remember. You don't remember. But it is not for me to tell you what you must do. I can only ask that you try to accept what must be. If not for your sake, then for theirs. Count von Zarevich, the children call to you. Hmm. You have enemies about, two of them. And when you turn and look on two nearby rooftops you see hooded figures with crossbows aimed not at you but at her how dare you how dare you you do not understand what you are dealing with i will bite nahara Nahara. Yes. 
you can give me a dex save. Strahd is very fast. This will be very difficult. Okay. Thirteen. Not enough. All of you in the church see Strahd buries his fangs into Nahara's neck. In arena screams, no! What do the rest of you do? Arena scream is, is drowned out by another, no! Fen comes running out. Desmond's right behind her. They see as Strahd is sunk in his teeth into my neck. As I bring my neck back, I could look towards everybody else and I see, I lock eyes for a moment with Brother Uriah as my eyes roll back. Desmond is, well, before I say anything, Tatiana, Valentine, how are the two of you reacting to this scene? I wild shape. Into? A black dragon wormling. Perfect. Valentine? How far away are they? Just a few paces. It was basically out of earshot, but within within eyeshot. So 12 paces, what's that, 36 feet? We'll call it 40 feet. I'd like to try and make a telepathic link with Nahara. Uh, you are easily within range. What, if anything, does Nahara have to say? Tell Uriah I'm sorry. Uriah barrels out of the church towards them. I'm going to try and grab onto Uriah to the best of my ability to be like, don't run in there and get killed. It won't help. Uriah's using his move. He's right. uh, unless he's being restrained, he's he's moving. Nah. Desmond. You smell first. And then Finn catches it immediately afterwards. The scent of wolf of a lycanthrope. And you all hear <laughs> and something jumps up onto the roof of a nearby building and rips one of the hooded people in half and feathers fly everywhere. And the single biggest werewolf you have ever seen in your life stands up. Nahara, even in your lapsing consciousness, you have seen it before. It is the one that was there at your last death that nearly caught you. The other hooded figure turns and shoots its crossbow at the lupine, which hits it and you hear a stinging, like it's sizzling. And it hesitates for a second and pounces onto the other one as well. The hooded figure turns and dashes away and you see starts flying away as big black wings come out from under the hood as the werewolf lunges to try and pull it out of the air, but can't, but continues bounding after it over the rooftops as it is trying to fly and get away. Count von Zarovich, it is sweet. It is familiar. It is her. But her foolish companions are attempting to intervene. 
what I want this beer museum. That seems like an excellent opportunity for everyone to roll initiative. <laughs> I will roll for Von Zarovich. Um, am I rolling? How am I doing? <laughs> well, he's actually not trying to kill you. Um, so, <laughs> um, he's actually not hurting you. Um, well, I take that back. You're going to take some damage from the reality of it, but he's not mm -hmm. trying to kill you. So your will is still currently your own. Okay. Uh, give me just one second here. Just retire to die because I got a nat one and I don't want to experience that with any other yes. dies. Luckily, this is just for, uh, initiative. That is going to be six points of damage, um, Nahara. Although you very much realize <clears throat> as his, although he looks like a man, the vice-like power of his jaws, you realize if he wished to bite completely through your neck and take your head clean off would probably be nothing to him. In fact, being this delicate is most likely requiring more effort for him. Um, Count Von Zarovich. Uh, well, hold on. Let me get everybody else's initiative. Uh, would you like to roll yourself or would you like me to roll for you? Please. Excellent. You can just tell me what you would like to do and I will deal with that accordingly. I already have your initiative. Mm -hmm. um, Valentine, what's your initiative? That is an 18. 18. Uriah? 17. 17. Good. Nahara? Oh, Nahara? Oh, you're muted, sorry. I got muted for a second. Um, seven. Seven? I mean, her mind's elsewhere. Yep. <laughs> All right. Uh, Desmond, I heard that was a one. <laughs> yes. And um, Tatiana? Nine. Nine and Finn? Ten. Ten. Count Von Zarovich, you are first. That's not good. Of course. <laughs> Tadiana the Aragonasi is now a black dragon wormling. Is that right? That is correct. Because oh, the roof is in the way, I think I flew out through the door. How beautiful and how appropriate. Well, first things first. Strahd will... Um, Where are we going here? Sorry. Um, he's going to uh, charm Tatiana the Wormling as opposed to Tatiana, my uh, reincarnated bride, and any other Tatianas that may or may not be present at the time. <laughs> we didn't check that screen in the basement, so there might mm, be more. <laughs> uh, the night is not over yet. You know, there there is always another Tatiana. Um, Tatiana, yeah. what would the people of Barovia do without their lord? You and I still have not finished our conversations. There is still the matter of Lord Soth to discuss. So I ask you, my friends, make sure I have some peace with my beloved. You understand uh, give me a charisma saving throw, Tatiana. That's really rude. 
Wisdom, sorry. Wisdom saving throw, not charisma. Also rude. <laughs> Probably ruder. Probably ruder. Five. She is, she is very wisdomous. Uh, Tatiana, as his words echo through the night, you realize he is completely correct. You have to protect him. Of course you do. Why else would you be here? I think in my own wormling head. Wait, he has done nothing to hurt me. Uh, Nahara maybe asked him. I could not hear the conversation. Maybe she wanted holes in her neck. <laughs> Excellent. Um, hold on. One Am I charmed? Yes, you absolutely are charmed. Mm. Uh, and you are correct. A black dragon wormling cannot talk. It has no languages. Um, although you, uh, actually I take that back. Um, you can speak. They can speak draconic, which means you can speak. But you gotta talk like a dragon when you talk. <laughs> Does anybody speak draconic? Uh, well, no. The, the creature would speak draconic. Your will is still your own. You physically have vocal cords, is what I mean. Like, it's, it's capable of speech. Um, but you gotta talk like a dragon when you do it. <laughs> Strahd. You yes, seem chill. This is true. What you say is true. When I turn, I turn it towards the door oh of the church and I say, as I flap my giant black wings, oh, I mean, a worm, I'm a worm like, but they're pretty big. Listen, everyone. Uh, this is what Nahara wanted. Uh, this is what Strahd wants. This is what we want. You understand? How anything... Anything else for you currently, Count Von Zarovich? Oh, yes. <laughs> now, <laughs> this is something for Azalyn's coach pony. Hmm. I'll stretch out my hand to the graveyard surrounding the church and call upon the dead. Let them keep Azalyn's host busy for a while. You all see from the same graveyard that all those spirits emerged comes whatever they left behind. S rotting bodies, skeletal corpses that wear worn, tattered robes begin climbing out of the ground in numbers almost too large to count. Like, heed their master's call and begin shambling forward. Excellent. Uh, is that all for Count Von Zarovich? I think that will do for a start. Valentine. Yes. This is the scene before you. Tatiana has stopped and has begun pleading with you all not to fight Strahd, and an undead army is emerging from the graveyard. If I can have this as either a bonus or a free action, I would like to just reach into my mind and uh, call to Tregrum. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, this has certainly gotten complicated. Get into Tatiana's mind and free her. Uh, if you can't do it now, figure it out. Uh... I'll do what I can. 
Right. And then uh, I would actually like to summon an aberration if we're calling upon friends. Uh, I would like to summon a star spawn. Ooh. Uh, and I would like to move it forwards towards uh, to the other side of Strahd that Nahara is not on. Um, and that does take my full action to do so, but it does get to go immediately after me in initiative. You see um, something that is not so dissimilar um, to the warping of reality that was occurring around Nepenthe as there is a swirling distortion and out of it, uh, is there any particular star spawn you're calling upon for the record? Because there are different kinds. <laughs> there are different kinds. Um, I don't have, it's not like a star spawn comet. It's a, what are these called? Mm, I'll say wing it. I'm going to give you one of the little forearmed kinds uh, that is covered in spikes. Uh, but it is a, a creature not only not native to Barovia, not native to this plane of existence, forces itself into your domain, Count Von Zarovich. But yes, go ahead and roll for it, Valentine. Excellent. So at the start of its turn, each creature within uh, five feet of it must succeed on a wisdom save, uh, which will be Strahd. Um, or take two d6 of psychic damage. What is the difficulty? Uh, I'm guessing it's my save DC because it isn't specified on theirs, which is Pro 15. Probably. Uh, Strahd has made that save. Okay, so nothing happens there, but that's not its action. That's just what happens at the beginning of its turn. Mm -hmm. uh, and then it will do uh, a psychic slam. Mm -hmm. um, so let's see. I'm on digital dice tonight. Please be nice to me. Mm -hmm. Never trust digital dice. <laughs> RNG Jesus is a fickle god. <laughs> okay. That's a nat 20 on a digital dice. Thank you very much. Roll the digital what? dice. Roll the digital <laughs> dice. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a nat 20 on the star spawn. Um, mm -hmm. And it's a D8 plus three plus the spell's uh, level of psychic damage. Yeah, go ahead and roll it. All right. Okay. Uh, that is five plus. How do I establish the spell psychic uh, damage? Um, but you did. I thought you just said it's a D eight plus three plus the spell's psychic. Uh, the spell's level psychic damage. Uh, yeah, so what, I guess what, it's depending on my you, spell level, slots. Yeah, so yeah, I'm gonna what, cast what level it at you fourth level. Yeah. Right. I've got it. Okay. Excellent. Go ahead and roll it. That's nine mm -hmm. points of damage only. Uh, Von Zarovich, it. But it would be doubled because it's a nat 20? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely doubled. Uh, Von Zarovich, it, it's merely a tickle. Offensive more than anything. That this thing that does not belong <sighs> in your domain believes it can raise a hand against you. Oh. I expected better Valentine. Would you like to use any legendary actions, Count von Zarovich? You know, you might think that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I will move 
where would you like to go? And are you taking Nahara with you? Of course. <laughs> she came all she came all this way. Uh, again, you uh, all are sort of in the courtyard in front of the church. So it's I'm going more to, or less uh, towards the church or further away from the church or up on any of the nearby buildings. How big is this thing that doesn't belong in my land? Not how very. large. Is it's it? it's I mean, a, a, about the size of a small person. Does it have mass or is it amorphous? It's, no, it, it physically exists. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So uh, here's what happens. Uh, I'm going to move. I'm going to move up to my speed without uh, provoking opportunity attacks and with no opportunity to strike. I'm going to move from where we're standing right into the middle of this melee, right into the center of these guests. You're going to go towards them. Okay, perfect. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And Excellent. once... Oh, mm, oh yes. Uh, once I get there, I'm going to uh, cast Gust of Wind, uh, which Excellent. is just a second-level evocation spell. Um, <clears throat> pardon me. Uh, it creates a strong wind, 60 feet long, 10 feet wide, and blasts away from me in a direction that I choose for the spell's duration. Anyone caught in the line has to succeed in a strength saving throw or be pushed 15 feet away from me in a direction following that line. If I want to keep it up, I can just control the direction of the wind as though it were, you know, some sort of medieval leaf blower. But uh, for the moment, uh, I think we'll just use it on Valentine. Excellent. Just Valentine. Give me a strength save. I rolled it. That is a 15. A fifteen's what you needed. So. Is it? Hey, oh, no, exactly. No, no, no Wait. It, actually, it isn't. No, I apologize. It isn't. That is isn't not it? enough. It is not enough. It's not enough. Oh, right, because right. um, mm -hmm. uh, Valentine. Uh, sorry. Give me. <laughs> hold on a second here. Um. Give me a pure concentration save because this uh, it doesn't actually hurt you. It's just going to send you flying. Is your intent to blow her into the church or away from the church? Some other direction, any right. other direction, right. not towards the church. Someplace else, or she towards can be the dealt undead, with un later. the oncoming undead hordes. Hmm. She can play with the skeletons. Why not? Okay, so that was a straight con save. Yes. Okay. To your concentration. Uh, that is a twenty-three. That is going to be more than enough to keep the concentration. But you go tumbling end over end into this undead army that very much stop and look at you uh, as you appear there. Uh, but it's not their turn to do a thing just yet. Uh, perfect, um, Uriah. It is your turn. Uh, Strahd is basically right in front of you now with Nahara, uh, with this mm -hmm. oncoming army. Mm -hmm. So one would expect that Uriah would start quaking and screaming at the sight of all these undead clawing their way from their graves, but he barely throws a glance in that direction. Instead, he's looking directly at Strahd and just says, release her, sir. Release the lady now. Uh, he is currently holding a spell, just to see. Unless you are a coward. <laughs> you are adorable. Just adorable. 
I see why Aslan likes you, but since you want her so badly, you may have her. I have tasted her essence and it is sweet, a taste that you, brother Uriah, will never know. I, I, I don't want to taste her blood. Then you are twice the fool I thought you. Lisa. Uh, so he's, is, is he actually Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Strahd will take his arm away from Nahara. Let her walk away if she chooses. There are thin trails of blood from the two perfect puncture wounds on her neck, but otherwise she seems to be intact. Two puncture wounds that look exactly like the ones that were on Arena's neck. Delectable. Uh, Uriah will you like use his move to basically rush forward and get Nahara behind him, or like he'll sort of interpose himself. Mm-hmm. You said before that the sun does not shine in Barovia unless you will it. But what if Ezra wills it? As I cast dawn. I'm going to center this, obviously, so that Nahara and I are not caught in the uh, effect. Mm-hmm. I know he's going to make this safe, even if he fails it. But yeah. Count von Zarevich, would you like to counterspell that? I think it would be the appropriate move. <laughs> as the sun begins to leap to life, as you see the clouds part and the mystical light forming with but a motion of his hand. Strahd quells it completely and the darkness collapses back in on it. Oh, but I suppose you were right. <laughs> He's just trying to get yeah. Nahara behind him. Is that all for Uriah? That is his action and yes, that's all he's going to do for right now. Count Von Zarovich, would you like a legendary action? Should have killed you from the first. But no, I had to be the polite host. I had to be magnanimous. I will make one unarmed strike at Uriah. One and only one. What's your armor class, Uriah? Love slap. <laughs> it's, it's 18. That's probably not enough. Do you intend to hold on to him as well, Strahd, or just merely give him the... I wish to grapple him with my hand and bring his face close to mine. Brother Uriah, he grabs you for 10 points of damage. 10 damage? And you all see black burn marks begin forming on Uriah's skin everywhere Strahd is touching him, where you take another 21 points of necrotic damage. Got it. And give me, uh, give me uh, either athletics or acrobatics to escape his grasp. Oh, they're both equally bad. Not <laughs> <laughs> Is a seventeen enough? Unfortunately, that was the straight roll. He has no bonuses. Not. His vice-like hand wraps around your face, and you feel your flesh dying Uriah (laughs) under his grip I should bring you into my church 
I should make you sing in my choir. Mm. I should make you my unholy vessel. Mm. But she would not want that. And so I'm only going to put you there. You you already have. Finn, this is all taking, although I believe uh, Desmond, uh, or Finn rather, were you holding your, well, I guess Desmond's got that going on that one. Finn, was it your intent to hold your action for Desmond? Possibly. He is is going, either you are going right now, but he's going dead last. I don't know. I just give, (laughs) I, I look at Desmond and I'm reaching. As her hand moves, Desmond reaches out and just like grabs her wrist and just. Please. Don't use. Don't use. Don't use that blade. But we could end this, Desmond. Don't use that blade. I read your note. I accept the request on the grounds that now you do not use that blade. If you're going to, now is not the time. You have other weapons. And I know it's made even worse by the fact that he has Brother Uriah right now. I understand this more than you understand, but please do not use that. And he just eyes Nepen, knowingly knowing that Nepen is a problem to be quelled. Please don't use it. Fine. We will talk when this is done. Yep. We were going to have to talk anyway after the note in the first place. But for now, how about it? You gonna let me go? Yep. Now let's go have some fun. I uh I don't shift into my dread form, I shift into my beast form. Hmm. And what does your beast form look like? Fen's beast form looks like a werewolf that sprouted dragon wings, basically. And she just lets out a horrific howl because she's so frustrated and angry. And she rushes not to attack Strahd, but to free Uriah. All right. Give me uh, athletics to to see if you can muscle him away. Yay, and I get advantage. Mm -hmm. He has a not insignificant save, DC, but it is possible. Oh, I'm (laughs) sure. I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Oh, the dice like me. 23. That is actually enough to rest the cleric. <sighs> you notice Strahd's claws scrape along Uriah's face as you pull him away, and you can see these black burns on both sides, but you do pull him back away from you, back away from Strahd. And I just keep going as much movement as I can, and I'm just like like a wet cat kind of hissing and holding Uriah. <laughs> to, get it, to get him sort of out of range. Perfect. Yep. 
uh would was one is there anything else for finn um finn is just her focus is to save uriah right now mm -hmm. because in the back of her mind she knows it's not the time to have that fight so mm -hmm. she's worried about uriah and nahara count von zarovich would you like to take a legendary action have I not been magnanimous? Have I not been generous? Have I not exercised considerable, and I might say admirable restraint? Yes, yes, and yes. And yet, you do this very well. Very well. I leave you with something to think about. Get busy with your bargain, Finn. Kill it. Be done with your quest. And then we will settle all this. Desmond, Armand awaits you at my castle, as do I. Valentine, decide once and for all if the power you seek is worth it when you understand what you must do. Uriah, my church, my blood. You leave Barovia only one way. Nahara, Beloved, I am sorry you had to witness my outburst of temper. I dare say I was provoked, but can you really say that you are sorry? And I will unleash a Barovian blight, necromantic energy washes over Brother Uriah, draining the moisture and the very vitality from him. It's a constitution saving throw. And then it's 12d8 necrotic damage on a failed save. Half for a success. Uh, Again, what is the, D what's yeah, the DC? Count, count, von, you, count von Zarevich's DCs are um, significant. It is a con save. It's a con save. Okay, you need so. to you need to beat a 19. I do not beat a 19. Then I also I do not beat a 19. Does everyone make it? Or is everyone uh, no, getting hit? Blight, Blight is single target. Okay. Blight is one target. Uh, uh hold on one second here. Uh, I will I will roll it. Sorry. Let me just You would think I would have that many D8 nearby for all the time I've spent paladining, but there I didn't I didn't expect this. One second. I asked a question and forgot I was muted. Uh, yeah, I didn't hear. I, yeah, what, what, what was it? Sorry. Um, would Fen be in the way since she's holding on to Uriah, or can you just say it's name your target? Yeah, you just see if you see it, and you're like him. Uh, okay. Brother Uriah takes 47 points of necrotic damage. Uriah is out. Oh, no. 
Finn, it's like he begins to wither in front of you. Like as he looks at, he doesn't look so different from these corpses. Is all of the moisture evaporates out of him, and the skin becomes taut over his face as Brother Uriah goes limp in your arms. Oh, Scheiße! Now Finn has nothing to fix this with. I will let no harm come to Nahara while she is in my land. Go about your business, kill your caller, finish your quest, and then we will settle all this. Show his eyes and grieve your eyes heart, if you will. And now I take my leave of you. Wait. Beloved. I want you to know one thing and understand me very clearly. I know you have eyes all over this land, but I want you to know that I always have my eye on you. Now, leave us. And I hold out the symbol. And from this symbol, bright sunlight emits in a 34 Leave us. And so I go. Count von Zarevich, before you depart, is it your intent that your undead legions continue fighting or return to the earth? There is no need. The point is made. Valentine. Valentine, over you in particular, having been blown into the midst of them, you see fists and feet raise up as if they are about to pummel you to death and simply stop. And turn and walk back towards the graveyard, getting back into their holes. And what does Count von Sarovich do when he departs? Wounded in heart and soul but not in body. It looks back once at Nahara. I look forward to our second kiss, beloved. And mist will consume him. Why are you leaving so soon? We were just hanging out. I run out. to Tatiana and like wrap my arms around her in a not like aggressive way. I just like cling on to her to kind of like hug and hold her in place in her beast form. Oh, <laughs> okay. Then the wormling has come down and touched down on the ground. But you're oh, sorry, I realized you're hovering. A, a, a blood dragon um, that is yeah. charmed by this thing that just turned into mist. And Nahara oh, will God. leap over Brother Uriah. <gasps> oh uh what you see is this brother uriah give me a death save yep <gasps> no wait hold on i never got a chance to act oh there's <laughs> that, that 19 correct. that is, that is correct you have not uh, so to be clear tatiana your will is still your own just for the next hour Strahd is a great friend and you should listen to him and he's right about everything really I mean Uriah clearly had this coming but I mean it, it is within your power to help Uriah if you so choose uh, as I'm embraced by Valentine I drop out of my wild shape 
and uh, I hug her back, very confused, but very much a fan of Strahd. Um, and then uh, I summon Goodberries, and I walk over to Brother Uriah. You should not have done anything to anger such a powerful vampire. And I put one in his mouth. Which is enough to bring you back to one hit point, <laughs> Your body is wrecked with pain. Your face especially bears the mark of his handprint. <sighs> are you all Nahara, right? are you? You're, you're here. You're I'm all right. That's all, that's all that matters. That is all that matters. Uh, excuse me, I'll just... Uh, uh, as I call I'm upon... I'm so sorry. It's all right. Uh, I will call upon my healing powers and try to heal myself. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Fen's just like this yeah. vampire or this werewolf with wings is just sitting there like kind of cradling Uriah. <laughs> you Finn, all... Finn, you saved me. Thank you. You, you. you saved me. You do see as she's cradling you, you all hear <laughs> and on the roof that werewolf appears again with what looks like a gigantic bird hanging out of its mouth. And it just looks at you and goes, We've met some birds. Is it any bird we recognize? Uh, It's probably what was left of a raven kind. A person-sized bird. As this is happening, Nahara has kneeled down and with a gentle kiss casts cure wounds on Brother Uriah. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, 14 points. The wounds on his face begin to heal, but you notice the marks don't go away. It's like you've been tattooed by a black hand, Uriah, right across your face. I suppose I don't notice that. Don't worry, you probably deserved it for one, and for two, curses can be removed. Hey, hey. What what do you mean? We gotta work on protecting you better from curses, Tatiana. Question, how much healing do I receive from Nahara? 15 15. points. 15. Mm -hmm. Desmond and Finn, you Mm. see this gigantic werewolf is mostly looking back and forth between the two of you. And I look up at it. Desmond, are you still human-shaped? Yes. Mm -hmm. I just look at it and growl. Desmond looks at it and just, what do you want? (laughs) He told me all about you. I didn't believe it. A cub believing himself in Alpha. between belief and knowledge. 
<sighs> he points at you, Nahara, and says, I don't know what you're calling yourself these days, but glad you made it back this time. And he holds up the dead body of the raven kind. I was ready for them. And just like throws it over his shoulder. And I very much recognize this as the creature that killed me in one of my... He didn't kill you. The raven kind shot you with a crossbow, killed you in front of him. Oh, oh, this was okay. Mm -hmm. He was definitely there to take you back to Strahd. He's not the one that killed you. Mm. <sighs> sort of looks at all of you and he says, my master's will is clear. You still live tonight, but I look forward to getting a taste of you all. And he jumps, what at first you think is towards you, but he goes clean over the church onto the cliff of Castle Ravenloft. <laughs> and just climbs up the side of the mountain, up towards the castle. Maybe get inside the church. It'd be fun. Yes, yes, that, that might be best. Wait, Uriah. I pull out his hand and I put the other nine good berries in it and I say, you need to be more careful who you make angry, okay? I don't know how many good berries I can make. I would do it again in a second. I think you really have the wrong idea of him. And I get up shaking my head. Yeah, Walk inside no. the church. Tatiana, again. Strahd has been nothing but reasonable. Like, you don't know why your friends are acting like such jerks, honestly. Like, I mean, you came to Barovia. He clearly rolled out the hospitality. That's what I understand. Hmm? I'm going to pull into my head to Tregrum and just go, well, she's still simping for Strahd, so you've been absolutely useless. Ah, uh, well, not absolutely useless. I did have some success, and she did not actually harm anyone you might have noticed. The will of Strahd von Zarovich is significant. He is the Dark Lord of this domain, of course. Are you saying he's stronger than the God Brain? Uh, no, but I also am merely a humble vessel, a servant mm. of the God Brain. I, I do not channel the full fury of its power no more than you do. feels like um, maybe we need a little more power then, don't we? You know, um, you are, of course, always brilliant, uh, but you said something about no longer doing uh, diplomacy. I, I assume that was one of your famous Valentine long cons, uh, right? Right. Of course, Chakra. Uh, yes, that was, oh, that was, yes, so, oh, yeah, no, no, of course, I, I knew that's what it was. I, I was not concerned. I, I didn't doubt at all. Um, I just was afraid that perhaps if the almighty God brain thought that you had b betrayed him, uh, he might melt you, or at least your front brain. Um, mm -hmm. yeah, but, but no, that's, it's, it's fine. It's all it's fine. It's fine. I don't think that the god brain would want to, uh, to have me risk the wrath of Strahd von Zarevich. 
You would be correct, child. I usually am. Your ability to see things from the proper perspective is why I chose you. Tell me if Von Zarevich is defeated. Would you wish to sit upon his throne? I think it would behoove all of us if I did. I will have words with the Lich. We must strategize if you all are to succeed. Good luck. I do not require luck. I simply choose superior servants. And you hear its voice fade away in your mind. And here, in the town of Ravenloft, as a proper burial ceremony is beginning inside the church. Uriah, you can't help but notice that faint trickle of blood from Nahara's neck. And that is a good place for us to stop.